gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? See that chap over there? Get your hand off my penis! You hitting your mark? Is that is that what that my I get I'm I'm sitting here. Find your light. (laughs) Find your light. It's it's, I'm in a stationary position. I need you to I need you to find your light. Okay. You got it. Oh yeah. You're locked in. I mean, I look. Do I look look ready? Do I look ready? You look ready. Do I look ready? You look ready for the unprecedented (laughs) amount of effort that we're putting into this episode. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah, you can you can feel it. It's in the air. It's palpable. Especially after last week, we were. I was so disappointed. Especially all the good things we had to say about Venture Bros. I heard. I hope that you guys heard that and took it to heart. But I I don't know if you did. That's what sucks, man. That's like some Charles Dickens shit. Mm-hmm. We gave the most impassioned pitch possible for people to watch Venture Brothers. Yep. And almost none of them heard it. I guarantee it. Oh no, I'm I'm sure most of our listens were people coming in and going. Oh, and bless their hearts, they released it still, and then they just kind of fucked up. They're like, oh, well, hopefully me clicking on this gives them the metric. (laughs) 18 listens, they have to carry on. (laughs) Thanks, guys. It's great. This is a massive overcorrection from last week, actually. Oh, yeah, 100% now that I think about it. You're absolutely right. And here's the other thing. Uh Theoretically, Uh this is a video podcast. Now it is. Theoretically, it's not. Because if we can't get this to work... This is going to be the best episode ever. We're going to be doing visual gags on visual gags, and no one will get them. I hope that happens. Well, yeah. So we're we're trying to record the this week's podcast, uh, you know, with a with a video camera as well, uh, and see how it goes. But we're having some like weird focusing issues, and um, you know, we're not sure how it's going to all come out. Uh, if my computer can handle doing the recording and uh, the audio and the video. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. But based on what I just said, you know, go check out our YouTube because if it's going to be anywhere, that's where it's going to be. Are we just trying to drive people to check out our YouTube to see how many people are paying attention? Maybe. Maybe something's there. Maybe nothing's there. I don't know. I really couldn't tell you at this point. Uh, Right now, we're just sitting in our comfy chairs, uh, I feel like this is this is like ninety percent of what John Madden does. Just sits. John uh, Madden is dead, sir. Dead. Sorry. <laughs> oh well. Did you mean Joe Rogan? No, I meant John Madden. <laughs> I just didn't know. I don't sit here. It's too bad those two never got to do a podcast. Yeah. Well, I see Joe. Turns out, <laughs> John Madden super anti-vaxer. Yeah. And uh, the Democrats put a microchip in here, and a needle goes in here, and boom, Bill Gates tracking you. He's going to fuck you while you're asleep. (laughs) Boom. Just total conspiracy theorist John Madden. Are we besmirching his name post-mortem? No, fuck no. We love John Madden. That's great. He shares my fear of flying. I liked all those things that we just spoke about anyways. I think that's fascinating. (laughs) I like to think John would have left. I'd like to think that uh, I agree with him. No, I'm just (laughs) No. Uh, so yeah, that'd be amazing. You just get like 
Oscar De La Hoya to do an ad, like an anti-vax thing. <laughs> These days, the only jabs I take are in the ring. And it's just him getting punched in the face as hard as you can. I wish, I mean, don't be wrong, I, I would enjoy the anti-vaxxer movement a hell of a lot more if they were doing stupid commercials. They should be advertising. With famous people who were outing themselves as also being stupid. Like Gal Gadot gets up there and is just like, I don't, you know, I don't put anything in my body like that. Something out like ah, I would just love to hear the crazy crap. Do I sing now? Yeah. Who is it? Who is the that uh, fight? Gina Carano. Oh, yeah. Think about the commercials that Gina Carano would do. Just uh, she's doing she's doing alt right movies now and shit, isn't she? Uh, I don't know about that. I think she is. Are we going to call Ben Shapiro the alt right? Yeah. Or are we just going to call him a huge pussy? Because <laughs> he's a huge pussy. Why not both? Why not both? I want to be accurate, though, <laughs> because we've always said we we our greatest fear is that this podcast becomes Poe's Law. Oh. All of a sudden, we have a following we really don't want to contend with. I don't care if it becomes Poe's Law as long as it pays for itself. Let That's me, true, as long as people are listening. If we're the next Tim Dillon, we're the next Tim Dillon, you know, where a lot of those people are, are laughing, but they're laughing in the wrong way. All of what made Dave Chappelle leave, uh, you know, Comedy Central. Hopefully we can get that kind of money before that happens. I don't know. Yeah. I'm of two minds about this camera. It's simultaneously <laughs> the next level for us mm-hmm. and also like potentially our Waterloo. Because oh. I feel I feel a little more you feel obliged to mug. Yeah, I do. I feel exposed. That's fine. I was going to make a really off-color joke about Gina Carano, given her history about making like <laughs> kind of not cool statements about the Holocaust. <laughs> No. Not that she denies it. As far as I recall, <laughs> the thing that got Gina Carano's ass oh. in the jackpot was she posted a meme that was like, what happened to the Jews during World War II is what's happening to conservatives today. Something. They're going to take away our name and give us a number. and like Probably something along those lines. Something real yeah. ham-fisted. I don't, I don't quite remember what it was. I just remember being like, not great. Like, you're not that strong of an actor where you can be making statements like that. Gina. Right now. It's destroyed uh, it's destroyed better actors than Gina Carano. Yeah. So she's real good at punching people in the head. Emoting not so much. Not so much. Well, everyone's like, "I don't know, I really liked her." You know, uh, what was that movie she did uh Channing Tatum, she's the spy. She goes and she <sighs> Only thing I know for sure were two movies um I think it's it's either Livewire or Haywire. It's a Steven Soderbergh movie. Is it Haywire? That's the movie. Yeah. Okay. In the first couple of scenes, or in the first scene in the moment, she's in a diner, uh, and she's sitting there at like the counter. Channing Tatum is across from her, or walks in and sits down, and uh, is like, are you going to come in, kind of a thing, and just immediately hits her in the face with a cup of coffee, and they just start fucking fighting each other. Ooh, that and, sounds fun. Yeah, it's a fun movie. That's all. It's all. It's just... Pure, pure action. Like, that's that's it. It's just them beating the nuts out of each other, and then guns get involved. Um, I want to say Ewan McGregor's in it. Uh, could be wrong. Wow. Should I look this up? Please do, because I'm, I'm just saying stuff now. This is going to be like my same thing I did with Mitch, where I'm like, it's definitely him. I'll put $10 down on it, and I'm yeah. wrong. And you're, just, you're just spinning out. Oh, I got the worst. you. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, yeah, she fought Cyborg. Um, Haywire, 2011. Michael Fassbender 
Yeah, I knew he was. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> I wasn't wrong this time. Bill Paxton, Fuck Channing yeah. Tatum, Antonio Banderas, and Michael Douglas. Yeah. They made Gina Carano the lead of this star-studded affair. Yeah. Is she any good in it? Uh, they got stuff where they, she just could not get it right, so they had someone else redub her lines no. for her. They dubbed the poor sweet child? Yes. Because um, they just... I, I, That's brutal. I, I got to assume they must have brought her in, too, to redo it. She just couldn't get it fucking right or something. I don't know what the issue was, but like that was the that was the thing when I heard... Cause, Whoever did it did a wonderful job. You don't even notice. Um, it's that, and she's also in. Is it the first Deadpool or the? She's second in the Deadpool? first Deadpool. She's in the first yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, those are the thing. Those are the movies I remember Gina Carano from. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. And then the Mandalorian, which like, right? I don't really fuck with the Mandalorian. Uh, it's Star Wars spaghetti western. That's cool. I'm not anti. I just don't. Well, see, I would not be anti-Mandalorian for that, but they also like tried to make it like family-friendly, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. And I'm like, I don't necessarily mind Baby Yoda, but when you're trying to do something with the tone of the Mandalorian, maybe that's not the one to sneak Baby Yoda into because you want it to... You, you as Disney want parents to feel okay about being like, I can't get away from my nine-year-old to watch this dark Star Wars thing. So, but look, it's got an egg in it, honey. It's so, it's so. Oh, cute he got and stabbed, fine. and noodles came out. Yeah, look, he's doing cute stuff. He's, oh, he's damaging the ship. Doesn't he eat a frog alive? <laughs> he eats like some mom's eggs. It's like yeah, a he's frog. like munching on things that are alive. Yeah, and again, he's also like fifty. Yeah, and we give him a pass because he's basically yeah. Bernie Sanders. Yeah, what a piece of shit. Fuck Baby Yoda. Just a tiny old man. I mean, listen, I'm not saying Yoda's a terrible person. I'm just saying there's hundreds of years of Yoda's history that we don't ever talk about. You can, we don't ever talk about it, right? You can look into um, some of the past statements. Yeah. I believe you'll see Baby Yoda referring to the bearded New Yorkers who <laughs> killed our savior. <laughs> what's, like, uh, what, what's that movie uh, where they break into the bank so they can get into that one deposit box that proves like, like the banker's a Nazi? Um, oh, fuck. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like that, but with Yoda. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. It's a hard reboot. That's all. That was the only point. You don't really need to remember that. If you've seen the movie, you've seen it, and you get the reference. If you haven't seen the movie, you're lost, and I don't know what to do for you. I'm sorry. I gotta be honest. I'm sorry. I was one of the people that fell under Baby Yoda's spell hard you to like, the point where you I like was the Baby like, Yoda. I fell for it really hard and like talked about it way too much in front of a girl. They've got Gustav Frain in that, and he plays dark characters so well. Just like he, he plays that brooding, kind of foreboding, evil character. Who did you say? Uh, from Breaking Bad. I didn't remember the name of his. Giancarlo, Giancarlo Esposito. Esposito. Thank you. Uh, so I said Gustav Frain. <laughs> I thought you said Gustav Frey, and I'm like, who, are you thinking my, of Werner Herzog? My favorite. <laughs> Who's also on that show? <laughs> Again, they've got such... People who are so great at playing evil characters and something that just felt kind of watered down because of Baby Yoda for me. Just sitting there, looking at you, preparing to destroy with his evil words. and you know, I, Werner Herzog Werner loved Herzog, Baby Yoda. Man, of course he loves Baby Yoda. Dude, he called it the most beautiful thing he's ever seen. And when they were talking about scenes like, okay, let's get the puppet out of here and we're going to do this one CGI, he looked at Jon Favreau and went, shoot it practical, you cowards. <laughs> well yeah and they did yep 
He loved it. He well, was that's like, why it's it the looks most so beautiful. good. That's yeah. what he's talking about. Is he's like, it's a wonderful feat of of puppeteering and engineering in that sense. And it was not like, oh, look at the cute little baby. <laughs> I think he thought it was real. <laughs> yeah. Turns out, Werner Mer- Herzog's been losing it for a little while now. He reminds me of <laughs> Ingmar Berkman. They're just trying to hide it with like, with people at in the background always being like, oh, that's so deep, and everyone's like, I don't know, man. I think he was just talking about how I needed to go to the bathroom. You just didn't understand it. So he's like, oh, those those birds are so stupid. The chickens. <laughs> the chickens. <laughs> My those chickens God. are so stupid. How stupid they are. Really, he's just losing his mind. Like, that's all that is. So I just, you know, wanted to put it in a different light for you. Well, I appreciate that. New podcast format. The new sick. Luck. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you talking about fucking <laughs> Star Trek again? No, 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 no. Isn't uh, one of the characters' names Grand it's, Nagus it's, Zek? It's a character that Werner Herzog plays in one of these like shitty. It's who's coming to get him? It might be Tom Cruise. This might be. It might be the Jack, first Jack Reacher, um, where uh, it, I'm not even sure if it's that one or if it's if it's a different action movie. But he plays this guy who is like this like prison it's called like the prisoner like he survived in like this gulag of a prison and like had to bite his own fingers off to like stave off the gangrene so he does that like you've seen my face prove you are loyal bite like take one of your fingers like i don't have anything Uh, did i have anything when i was in the prisons and you know the guy's like oh i can't bite my thumb off so uh someone shoots him in the face kind of scenes uh, good stuff. He's popping up everywhere. He's in Rick and Morty. Oh, this was a long He's time on ago. Parks and Rec. He was on Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh, him on Parks and Rec was fantastic. Where he owns, like, the haunted house. <laughs> oh, it's like, uh, yeah. Like the baby doll factory that burned down. Yeah, it's, it's where they kept their, like, the mental patients from the <laughs> yeah. place or something. The defective dolls and mental patients. <laughs> and he wants to sell it so he can move closer to Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> It's a nice touch. It all comes back around because he winds up in The Mandalorian co-starring with Baby Yoda. Well, I can't argue that. It's just flawless logic. Flawless. How do we get onto that? How do we get on talking about starring Baby Yoda? I don't know. We're, I'm, I'm pro-Baby Yoda. You're pro-Baby Yoda. I'm ambivalent on Baby Yoda. This is another thing that's been going on, too, that we were going to talk about. You're very pro-Grateful Dead now. Don't say that. Look at you. Don't say that. This guy over here is just all about the grateful dead these days i don't get it i like again uh, i've heard grateful dead before but there's this sudden reverence going through my group of friends for the grateful dead you've heard but have you listened <laughs> listen fuck you tanner has fallen wholly under the spell of the dead driving that train they're driving that train Hot right into cocaine. the center of tanner's heart look like what you like Yes, and, and again, it's that thing you explained to me about like people's experience of the Grateful Dead, yes. special songs or whatever. That's that the makes thing. sense. I'll tell you the genesis of this thing. Tanner and I watched a Grateful Dead docu series, "Long Strange Trip," produced by Martin Scorsese. Noted Deadhead. Bet really? you didn't know that. No, didn't. Did not know. Ooh. Would you like another piece? Scorsese, of, huh? Would you like another piece of <laughs> trivia? He's directing. A Jerry Garcia biopic with Jonah Hill as Jerry Garcia. <laughs> I, that's that's the... I've never cared about that. I'm going to watch that movie. Does that sound like, like something from a fake movie? Yeah. Like funny people? Like it's an Adam Sandler movie? Yeah. You're, is that actually happening? Or you just? Oh, no. That's really happening. Yeah, okay. 
It's really happening. I just don't know anymore. I just don't know anymore. But uh, so that's that's something that I'll have to watch. Yeah. Way to go, Jonah Hill. Well, you should watch this docuseries because what it did for me, it it, it brainwashed Tanner. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, Tanner got wicked into their music. I still can't really get into the music. There's some of it I really, I like actively enjoy. There's a lot of it. I'm like, it's too noodly. I can't, I can't deal with it. But what the documentary did was give me like a whole new respect you for the Grateful Dead. Right. I mean, look, I just watched this docu, like this series, uh, this docu series on John Wayne Gacy, but that didn't make me go out and buy his paintings. You know, I didn't. Wasn't like I've got a whole new perspective for John Wayne Gacy, having heard his confession tapes now. <laughs> Have you no empathy, sir? <laughs> That's what you sound like right now. <laughs> I'm not trying to say you sound crazy and unreasonable. I wish you would. But you know, it's literally my whole gimmick on this show. Maybe that's what they needed to name that that docu series. I started watching it and was kind of like, ah, I gotta find crazy it. and unreasonable. That's a <laughs> great a great name for a docu series. <laughs> crazy and unreasonable. That'll be the docu series about the Skimbo Lounge. We found them in a crack alley out back in Newark. We're just like, I thought this was Hoboken. <laughs> Both of us are talking into dead squirrels. <laughs> Hit me on my burner, and it's just a rat. <laughs> My squirrel's out of battery. <laughs> Hit me on my rat. So you realize that's a squirrel, sir? Get out of my office! Yeah. I don't care that you're married to my daughter. <laughs> it's just a shopping bag. Our love is pure as the driven snow. You hold her close and you never let her go. I mean, I can only hope to be so lucky. I could have, like, a box home in Newark? Go on. I'll never have that. I'll never have a... I'm not going to have box money. You'll adapt to bridge life. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to adapt to bridge life. That's that's expected. That's kind of like my plan right now. That's my 12-point plan. Cause see, to eventually wind up under a bridge? Listen, the bridge. I can get you there tonight. That, that can block the wind from two whole directions, man. Two whole directions. All I got to do is worry about the other two. Yeah, I don't want to be sexually molested by other homeless people. <laughs> So I can fend them off, too. I did like the gray. I wrapped a bunch of shit around my knuckles and stuck a bunch of broken glass <laughs> I on was it. Like, Listen, we just need to make this bridge a collective. Get away from my stuff. Everyone gets a little a little unit down there. But then eventually one homeless person comes in and tries to, um, you know, take control of the other way. You know, he's got a lot of stuff to trade. So then he starts to uh, purchase the other units and then he makes them a little nicer so the other people can't afford them anymore. And we've gentrified the tunnel. Gentrify the homeless. There yeah. you go. <laughs> That's good. Can we do like homeless Trump? That's the character that does it. <laughs> it just, come, just comes. A lot of homeless. We're just going to make it Trump. I walked in here. I said, wow, that's a lot, a lot of homeless. homeless. Yeah. Now, I mean, I, don't be wrong. I said tunnel, but probably bridge. Because I feel like tunnels, tunnels good living. Tunnels easier in the winter. Yeah. Bridges your summer home. Because that really, then you're just worried about the entrance, right? Am I getting that right? I mean, I guess it really depends on what, where the tunnel leads, like how far the tunnel goes. 
have these people ever left the tunnel? Yeah. You're losing me well, a little bit. It's like, uh, well, it's the, you've heard about like the people who like live underground in like New York, right? The Morlocks, yeah. Yeah. The Morlocks, that's exactly. <laughs> the Chuds. It's a name that I've given them. <laughs> it looks like there's a whole like, society of yeah. people living in the old like unused like subway tunnels. Years and years just living in darkness, not coming up. And that sounds kind of nice. <coughs> I was going to say, you've been wanting to get back to New York. I'm wondering how expensive it is to buy a unit down there. Um, In the underground? Yeah. Because I've got a feeling, listen, the second that Wall Street hears about that and hedge funds get a hold of the idea, they're going to start buying that property up. They're going to start buying up real quick. Hipsters will pay for that experience. They want to feel dangerous, Hipsters. but they're afraid to be an actual danger. Yeah, So exactly. Yes, absolutely. They Those, would pay a premium. They, there's a bunch of people who don't want to go down there by themselves, but really want to pay someone to guide them. Is there good ramen down there? <laughs> That's it, Yeah. So wait, are you saying I have to wear something other than my Crocs? <laughs> Fascist. <laughs> this is just who my feet choose to be today. <laughs> really painting a great painting or make a great picture of what we think hipsters are. Oh, yeah. What we think they are or what we Fuck know em. them to be. Fuck them. Fuck hipsters. It's always a sad day when you realize like you're hipster adjacent. You know what I mean? Are we hipster adjacent? I was for a minute. How so? Explain. I was wearing the cool patterned Hawaiian shirt, you know, short sleeve shirt things. Unironically, I was putting the the hair up in the man bun. Okay, yeah, there you go. I didn't say namaste to anybody, but I really thought really about got it a close. couple times. Felt it coming out of my mouth. Mm. <laughs> just on the subway, wondering. <laughs> That's my n word. See another namaste. See another guy who clearly just came from the gym. <laughs> he just gives you, bro, <laughs> bro. <laughs> It's like that amazing TikTok. Have you seen the one? It's a father and son, and they're out to eat, and the waitress comes over and sees that uh, the young gentleman has made a happy. He's got a clean plate. <laughs> it's already funny for me. And made a happy? Made a happy. She, uh, she looks at him, and she's like, and did you enjoy everything? And all of a sudden, he just gets this crestfallen look, and he looks at his dad, and his dad just starts gleefully nodding at him and smiling. And all of a sudden, you see the kid, like, he gets glasses like his dad. A fucking vest appears on him. He turns into his dad, and he looks at the waitress, and he goes, I hated it. Couldn't you tell? And then he and his dad just laugh maniacally at each other. <laughs> fucking stupid. It's so fucking good. It's even better when you know that the dad looks like Tony Campos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Which means nothing, nothing to most of you. Yeah, no. If you knew this guy, you'd go. <laughs> Iykyk, am I right? How sensible you would chuckle. <sighs> yeah, that was great. It's good stuff. It was great stuff. Anyways, if, if I can find it, I'll link it. No, you won't. He's not going to do that. He's not. Probably not. He's not going to do that. Hey, you want to do some visual material? Sure. Okay. Ready? I brought some. Uh, I brought some stuff. Uh huh. For a segment that I like to call "Surviving Edged Weapons." Oh, okay. I'll lean back in my chair for this. Yeah, get comfy. Look at that. Whoa. This is also in three. I probably fucked with it. Probably went. Uh, the camera probably fucked up right there. I don't care. Oh, boy. I don't care. What have you done? It's fine. All right, Rory. I need to be in a reclined position for this. It's safe. You need to be in the right. If I can offer everybody out there one piece of advice, it's when you're handling an edged weapon, be as casual as possible. Take literally zero precautions. I think that's important. So, what do you got there? You want to get comfy. Rory, this is a K-Bar. The United States Marine Corps uses these. Oh. 
So not this knife, but knives very much like it have have murdered people from different countries. People who are different than us. For our freedom. Would you like to hold it? I would. Take it out of its scabbard? Wow, hold on. This is I was going to hold it for you so you could pull it out with your free oh, hand. Oh, okay. You seem to have taken my gesture and shat upon it. Wow. I could really hurt myself with this. Show the camera. Well, I got to put it in the right spot. Otherwise, it you can't see the backdrop. See that? Oh, uh, man. Because if I put it up here and wave it around, it's kind of harder to see. Because it's a darker blade, yes. Yeah, it blends with that. the backdrop. That's very nice. Oh, it's a, it's a yeah, K-Bar. Yeah. You know what the alternate na name for that knife is? Slicey make Oh, I've cut myself. <laughs> but deadly. Yeah. What else? What's the What's the name? Oh no, never mind. You did the cutting yourself bit. We're past it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point in doubling back. Only move forward. This uh, yeah. This this is like, this is all. This that's not a knife. This is a knife. It's a knife. Dad. It's pretty good, right? Take that random homeless person in the park. <laughs> no one's touching me in the stinker if I don't want this it. This is what this feels like. All right, yeah, okay. Yeah, interesting. Anything else that people should know about the K-Bar? Uh, it feels like too much knife for me. See, I'm a knife guy. Everyone's all about their guns, I want, but not I want, me. Like, this, one, this is the knife you stab somebody with because you want them to die. This is a killing knife. Or like you're in the wood, like you're in the gray, and you're like, I wish I had this knife. Instead of having to use these broken bottles, like this is the knife you fight wolves with. Yeah. Human wolves on the subway. <laughs> the most dangerous game. All right. Uh, Let me put this bad guy back in his little scabbard. Do I look resplendent for the video when I'm like leaned back, like a like just kind of like. <sighs> Today I'm the skimbo lamb. Do you look resplendent? Yes. Do I look? Do I look? Do I look? Do I look pretty? <laughs> This is good, actually. Yeah, the least amount of effort. Keep those hands down. Oh, I gotta put this. I have to put it like right here. I wonder. Can you can you hear me well? If I just sit. Is that close enough to my face? All right. Yeah. Did that feel good? good? It felt pretty good. <laughs> it, we're like sitting up now. Doesn't feel the same. If you're not watching this, then that was really confusing. And that's what I love about this. I really, I might just destroy the video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it didn't come out well. I'm sorry. I don't know, guys. <laughs> me, 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 me. Sounds nice. I'm your average skimbo lounge listener. <laughs> me, 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 me. Can't I go can't go bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> no. I guess that's what you guys sound like. It's cool that they can like. I can make eye contact as I abuse them. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's great. I can't go bathroom. <laughs> My name's Andy. <laughs> That's funny. See, you said that afterwards with a different accent. So, can Andy go to the bathroom or can't he? We don't know. It's true. We left it up in the air. I'm Zipporah and I can't go to the bathroom. See, that one, that's, you know immediately. Because <laughs> you said so. Now, now, we could have several fans named Zipporah. That's true. That's a good point. Shout out. Shouts out. Got a text from me the other day. What's up? How you living? That's all I got to say about that. Okay. Want to see another knife? Yeah. Okay. You got more knives? Do I have more knives? I told you I'm a knife guy. I'm not a gun guy. I think it's the really interesting question is which one am I going to accidentally, like, for real cut myself with? Oh, Ooh, probably this might one. Might be this, big boy. Might be this one. This thick bitch. What oh, that's something else by my side. I'm like, what is making like, that what noise? What did you do? Here. Get the knife out! Hold the scabbard. 
So, obviously, he got a bread knife. It's a nice bread knife there. Look at that. Uh, what's the name of this one? Um, I call it the Giuliani. I <laughs> did, but like, why, why do you call it the Giuliani? Um, because it's the strong, silent type, and sometimes it leaks goo. <laughs> he's not... He's, He's not strong or silent. Because this is the knife that killed the mob. I was going to say, it's literally, he's literally none of those things except for sweaty and drippy. For scale. That's a real big knife. It's a big knife. You want to hold it? I mean, yeah. Careful now. Oh. Interesting, interesting uh, uh, handle. As it, somebody who watched a lot of that TV show Forged, this feels like a sturdy knife that could really cut. Oh, yeah. This knife right here can cut. That's one of my apocalypse. That's it, my Negan knife. It will kill. This knife will kill. <laughs> I would love to, uh, they, 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 for those of you who don't know, Forged was this sh show where they would like forge knives on it and then see how durable they were by like slashing cans and doing <laughs> stupid shit. Attacking a human shaped <laughs> dummy full of meat. Yeah. Yeah. They would do like the ballistics gel, but they would fill it full of blood and guts. And they would have so awesome. this man's an expert with knives. <laughs> they just have some dude come in and just hack the <laughs> shit out of it and like stab it. And uh, this like, oh, yeah, that's this is nice. This is one of those. This is one of those knives. I feel like I could really just for, for a while now. I've been feeling like my leg is not really my leg. So like this is going to be perfect for me just taking it right off here because I feel like I should be amputated. So I used to know what that condition was called. God damn it. And there's there's a specific name for you. This yep. is Martian Space Command, Fleet Marine Division. Interesting. I'm sorry, Martian Space Command? I yeah, never said that's this before. legit what it says on the sign here. Look at it. Martian Space Command, Fleet Marine Division. And then it's that's got the, the male symbol, and that, like, for, like, uh, I think Mars? Or, no, yeah, no, Mars. Yeah, this is the male symbol. Yep. And uh, the Star Trek badge. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Well, beam me up. That's pretty fucking awesome. How you like that? And then I don't know which state this is. Maybe Nebraska, South Dakota, one of the Dakotas. There's a gun stamped on the side of the knife. This there's a lot going, a lot on, going on, on this on knife. Where the fuck did you get that? Uh, it was gifted to me. By who? My daddy panics when he can't figure out what to do on Christmas. He's like, oh, get him a knife. What's this thing on the side here? Probably a whetstone. Is it really? It's probably a way to sharpen the Giuliani. Giuliani Martian Slayer. I say this is 5, like 000? one of those things. Like you can start a fire with this thing on the side. Could be. Um, I don't. I don't know what it is. But that's that's something, man. Yep. It's a big stabby. Yep. How do you guys like? Do you like that at home? Do you? You want some knife-related ASMR? Is it going into the leather hilt? Ooh, leather. Fine leather. You can hear it right there. Is that doing it for you? It's not like even that? really a visual thing. It's just you like, I'm playing with my <laughs> tummy. This is my lap steel. <laughs> uh, you want the uh, final piece in the collection? Oh, you got, all right. Three for, okay. Is this going to be the biggest knife? No, this one's a bit of a twist on an old favorite. You just come up with the fucking Freddy Krueger claw. So this. Okay. Is a World War One. British officers stick them a thing. Goodness. Wait, like legit from World War One? Yep. And you go ahead and you take this thing and you can stab a Jerry in the neck with it. It's pretty dope. Damn Jerry's. Would you like to hold it? Yeah. Wow. I just drop it. History, no! Ting. 
So that's, yeah. This looks like the sort of thing, like, when somebody got too close and you just right in their eye. Yeah, you know? you're in the trenches. I you say, know. aha, I look, like, very, like, very strong and uh, capable on this video when I do this. Uh, stop it. Get away. <laughs> don't, don't hurt me. I have a sword cane. I mean, that's pretty cool. Right? Where'd you get this from? Again, my dad panic. Your panic dad panicked and got you a World War One officer's like stiletto kind of a knife. Yeah, I like, guess I so. It's like again, it's like four pointed here, and it all it all comes right up to it. He ship. was telling me he went to get this. Might have killed somebody. This is a terrible story. This might have killed someone. This might have killed someone. Isn't that cool? I'm holding something that could be a, used as a murder weapon. I put point. it in my mouth just in case. I want to be able to say I licked a murderer's weapon. Ah. Um. Speaking of murderers, when my no longer stepmother murdered my dad's heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I thought that was. That's not where I thought that sentence was going. When he went to get the <laughs> ring, the guy that he got it from had this. And because my dad was spending a certain amount of money, he was like, you can just have this as a perk. And so that's where your Christmas present this came from? my free Christmas gift. Okay. I was like, It's a murder weapon that my dad got for free when he went to get a gift for a woman that would leave him a month later. Yeah, I need to get this out of here because they're going to ask questions. So remember how I said it was a British officer's pokey? You'll notice on the hilt, and there's just a, like an eagle. <laughs> just <laughs> the eagle with the swastika. Turns out they were off by a world war, and uh, wasn't the side Sorry. you're thinking of. I mean, that'd be crazy. It, again, if you have some weird old memorabilia, like something from like the Nazis in World War II, that's one thing. If you're like, this is like a flag from all the people who took fucking eagle's nest, and it's all signed by them. That's one thing. When you start to have five or six things, though, the one should start staring. Aren't you kind of obligated yeah. to give that shit to a museum if you find out you have that? I, I mean, don't it know depends. if you can get in good conscience, keep that. If it's the kind of thing where it's like one of my family members who signed it, I could see. Like, how else is it in your... Like, if, Gra- like, if Grampy was there, it's one thing. If it's like, Uncle Fred had a weird fascination and bought this in a pawn shop in Des Moines and displayed it prominently on the side of his trailer. That's one thing. He called it a conversation piece. Yeah, if it's like you being like, I have it, it was my great-grandfather's, I keep it in this box right here. It only comes out when people ask about it, you know? <laughs> and it, I've got these photos of like them, you know? like Not I sure that makes the swastika any better. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't make any of it better. It just makes it an interesting piece. Again, you got a World War One that may have murdered people, <laughs> but it's a cool piece of history. It is a cool piece of history. Yeah, because like, it, it. I would say in the situation again, one thing is one thing. Owning a lot of it, though, especially like if it's like just Nazi stuff. If you're like, yeah, you know, I it's uh, tough look. Yeah, like I've got all this this interesting like trench art or or things like that. Like that's kind of cool. If it's all Luger's and Hitler Youth knives, <laughs> yeah. I like the shape of them. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, if you're wearing the swastika you know? like it's the fucking Nike swoosh. Yeah. If at ever one point, point that SS uniform went on your body, <laughs> I just wanted to see how it fit. Turns out like a glove, and well, I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know how to feel about the guys who go and do the World War II reenactments on the side of the Nazis. Because that shit happens. It's like the people who go back and do civil war reenactments and are the confederates well you need bodies what are you, you gonna do bodies. fight the air yeah exactly um what are we 10 years old yeah i've seen every cock on the planet <laughs> so i get yeah 
I guess I don't have any problem with that. Those are just historians with way too much time on their hands. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't be wrong. If somebody's like, listen, I've got a fucking Civil War suit for someone just your height. You're going to get to run around with a bunch of idiots and shoot off blank muskets all day. I'd be like, fucking hell yeah, we're, we're not going to sign up. Woo, let's go do it. You put in a pair of fake Billy Bob teeth. Don't say if we're right again. Check it, man. Rory, you got to stop. You're really. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Just be a. You got a jug with three X's on it. Like, Rory, you're on the union side. There were stupid people. There were stupid people on the union side, too, Carl. I got trapped in Boston on a visit to my favorite prostitutes. <laughs> and that's how I wound up fighting for the North. Just just say random facts you know about the Civil War. Sherman's March to the South. <laughs> that's all I got. Ulysses S. Grant fell asleep under a tree and was late to Antietam. <laughs> that was a weird thing that I encountered this week. Louis C.K. did. Antietam? Yeah, Antietam. I flashed back in time. Louis C.K. did a podcast. He did Matt and Shane's secret podcast. And all they talked about the entire time was American presidents. And I got to tell right. you, I learned a fuck ton. Mm. I imagine, learned a lot. Imagine having a bunch of money where you can just sit around learning U.S. history. Sounds nice. It's just your hobby. And then he was like, can I jack off in front of you? Yeah, at what point is this okay? Yeah. It makes me wonder, will Louis C.K. ever do it again? Ask if you can jerk off in front of someone? Yeah. I think now he'll attract the type of people that are okay with it. <laughs> I hate that you're right. <laughs> I, hate I knew that in my heart. It just kind of came out. I hate so much. I was so sure right. of it. Everyone's just going to be like, you can, you can jack off in front of me, you know, Louis. I don't know uh, if I'm there yet. <laughs> okay. But when the time comes. Part of the thing I is I kind of got to gotta ask. Yeah. I'll ask anyways when it's time. Don't. We're just not there yet. Yeah, don't don't make it weird. Plus, my room doesn't have a lock on it anymore. It <laughs> <That> really <sighs> upsets me because you're definitely right. Oh my god! Yeah. Absolutely, anyone that's left to. Mm-hmm. It's also just interesting the way we're just gonna move on from it. And he's like, again, one album of the year. Yeah, uh, yeah. He yeah. won the Grammy for best comedy album. Mm-hmm. So that's just where we're at. The now. dude is fucking funny. I think the big yeah, problem he's a funny guy. people have with him now is that he didn't show proper contrition for what he did. I get both sides of it, you know, which is a horrible thing to say. <laughs> fucking um, fence it and milk toast. Well, it's one of those things where, like, where he's coming from, he can't apologize for it. Otherwise, like, it's just a cascade effect when it comes to comedy, you know. Uh, he'd never be able to go back. Having said that, he did that shit. So. That's and you say he wouldn't have been able to go back, but he went back without apologizing. If he did kind of do the well, contrition tour, I'm not like yeah. And there's a sliding scale. I mean, the dude's not Bill Cosby, you know. No, that's um, the thing. Is like Aziz Ansari ended up getting a really fucking bum deal because he essentially was a sex pest. Because yeah, he's he's a weird yeah he was a weird uh, horny motherfucker. Yeah, and just didn't know well enough that just because the girl was pretty. Doesn't mean she's not just being nice. He should just fucked up. Yeah, he's just he's like Pakistani Ben Shapiro. Yeah. He's just kind of a little pussy, and you yeah. put he's him under a flower pot and put a brick on top of it. He say, won't bother you. Yeah, anymore. look at someone like yours. I'm sorry. Be like, can you just really give him a nice, good open hand slap? And he's, no, and he's just gonna run off. That was a good Aziz Ansari you yeah, just, just did, gonna, by the way. Fuck, yeah. Can you do more? No. You sure? Probably not. Sure about that? I'll think about it. 
but you get that much. There's a taste. You got to do it. If There's I could do it taste. that well, I'd do it all the time. Sweet. I'll, I'll think about that. I'll go back and watch a lot more Aziz Ansari. The no comes easy. Um, <coughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, no, I don't know, man. It's uh, I guess I guess it was enough time, and Louis C.K. gets to keep doing work again. Like a new season of Louis comes out, and it's like the whole first season is just <laughs> him doing a joke about what happened. Him literally talking to no one. He's just sitting in a pizza shop alone, alone for twenty minutes, telling jokes to nobody. God, I got a piece of pizza. You <laughs> fucking disgust me, and the waitress just spits in his face. Louis, Louis, Louis. I mean, I would, I'd probably watch that. You know, uh, hot. Ta- I never really watched the show. I never really watched. Mm. The, I never really watched Louis. There were some that were really, really good. It was just. It was weird. It was an off kilter thing. You know what I mean? Like he. This is one of the things when the accusations about him were starting to come out, but before anyone was willing to name him. Mm. I think it was Jen Kirkman gave an interview and referred to him as a comedian who everybody sees as like an indie film, as a French new wave cinema auteur. Yeah. Cause Louis CK is really into film. He made a lot of like student films back in the day and comedy films, a lot of like weird avant-garde stuff. That's really interesting. Hmm. He was making it with like Laurie Kilmartin and his other friends. And he's really, really into that stuff. So that was what kind of turned people on to like, okay, what comedian today is often compared to a French New Wave director? And once again, the only other person that comes to mind would be like the Italian neorealism of Aziz Ansari. So obviously that doesn't fit. The implication at the time was Louis C.K. And then, yeah, a bunch of people came forward and said, you'll never guess what this man's been doing. Nothing good. Well, I finally finished watching, too, just since I brought him up early, that whole documentary about Bill Cosby. Man, it was so... Because like, I always thought it was really bad. And then I watched that and saw just how far it went. And it was really depressing. It was really, really fucking depressing. Because it makes you, like... I immediately had the thought where I was like, I'm younger, I'm watching the Cosby show, and he was doing that shit. So I was sitting there learning lessons from Bill Cosby while behind the scenes he'd been doing that shit since before I was born and would be doing it after I was born, obviously, because I'm watching the Cosby show now and it was happening while I was doing the Cosby show. So, man, that depressed the fucking shit out of me. Um, uh, Yeah, I just wanted to be depressing for a second. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mission accomplished. Hooray! I was like, where is this going? What's the payoff going no, to be? No, it's just, again, because it, it reminded me of just all these celebrities doing bad shit and getting away with it. Like, he got away with it for so long. It also reminded me of, uh, God, who was that guy in... Uh, some guy I'd never heard of. He was super famous in the UK. Uh, and it wasn't until after he died that... It's not uh, Gary Glitter, is it? No. Dun, dun, dun. It was like I'm a, pretty sure that guy was a pedo. It was a famous personality, and he was just... Was it Jimmy Graham? Something like that. They did a there was a Netflix documentary on it, and my Let's God, see. it was one of, again. It's always this weird guy who's super friendly. He did like some show about people would write to him, and he would pick a letter and grant someone's dream. You know what I mean? And it was always like weird things, like you know, I want my duck, 
my pet duck who can't fly to fly. And they'd be like, we're going to bring you on an airplane. Or like somebody who wanted to be a part of like the British Royal Guard. So they brought him to be the British Royal Guard and he got to meet like the prime minister and like really, you know, did really cool stuff. for Those kids. kids were asking for lame shit. You want to meet the prime minister? How about John well, Cena? This was also years and years ago. John Cena was probably their age when this was happening. Whatever. It was, dude, it was so bad that after he died, they like took his gravestone down. I gotta find this because I feel like it's it was a British TV host, right? Yeah, well, it was a, he did he did so much more than that. He did like he was like he was just like a very famous British Jimmy Savile. Jimmy Savile. Jimmy Savile. Jimmy Savile. Yeah, there we go. We got it. Look up Jimmy Savile. Not in fact to... Jimmy Graham, who was a tight end, yeah. and I completely forgot that. <laughs> just besmirching his name. <laughs> Jimmy Savile was the man. I, I was an incredibly famous guy I'd never heard of. It was like writing like. Uh, you know, letters back and forth to like very important members of, of, you know, of the British government up into royalty, had the ear of like royalty and uh, was just sexually abusing uh, kids and, and women the whole time. I was time. vaguely aware of this story, yes. Like he used to do crazy stuff like uh, he would volunteer at like the hospital like for years and years. And again, he's famous, but for years and years he was just not telling anybody, and uh, I mean, eventually, obviously, it comes out and it's this big story about what a great duty is. It always kind of went that way. Like he would just do these things, and then they like for years it was just him, like helping people off of gurneys and just like moving them from their rooms. Like that's what he did. That's the only thing. He that's used. what you have to do if you're planning to do what he was planning to do. Yeah, going to throw people off the scent. It's just even though it then in retrospect is like the most obvious thing. It was like Michael Jackson. But and it, kids. it's one of those things where it's crazy though because people had been reporting him for years to the police. Though that's the thing. People reported him for years and years, and nobody believed them because it was Jimmy fucking Savile. And uh, after he dies, people kept making the claim, and it all came out. The whole, but he got away with it through his whole life. He was buried, and then everybody finally, like, the, the, the dime flipped on him. It was accepted. It was and like the, 2011 he died? Uh, so it wasn't super long ago. But, again, it's, it's crazy because you see reporters queuing in on it and, like, asking him about it and him just being like oh well you know there's always going to be that criticism when you're famous there's always gonna be people coming after you <laughs> you're always gonna have haters you're always yeah seriously accuse you of pedophilia that's, that's how he would spin it. he's like there's always going to be some rumor about something and uh you know and he got away with it real great guy isn't that isn't that happy and now you know now we got jeffrey epstein obviously killing himself so it's like where's he gonna stop guys he he tripped and fell on his hyoid bone <laughs> who hasn't that happened to I mean, that's that was the first thing I I was told to do it early so that sex didn't hurt. So you gotta um, blood yourself. <laughs> that's what that is. right? Blood yourself that's before what, someone else. That's can. what you're talking about. I think uh, <laughs> super depressed. At least we turned that around. Whew. Got out of that one. Got out of the Jimmy Savile shit. Ah, this is a great episode. Again, overcorrected indeed. It's. Uh, I really think <laughs> again a, a sheer a punishing volume of effort on our part. Yeah, that's gonna hopefully not pay off. Again, I hope the video gets destroyed. It's definitely not gonna pay off. We all worried about it this whole time, and it just doesn't doesn't even matter. Here's I say a, we we color it down too, so it's in black and white. Ooh, just a really calm. Talk about French New Wave, yeah. Yeah, like a what is it, sepia tone kind of a thing or something mm. like that. Like we're like we're in a French Western. We had some knives. It's true. I don't know. We just have French to have. Western. 
<laughs> we need coffee and cigarettes and a girl with a boyish haircut. And then we got ourselves a French New Wave film. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I had some coffee earlier, but I drank it before the show started. Yeah, you can't smoke in here. That's the goal, though, is to get a studio where we can smoke, because I'll take it up. Sure. I'll take up smoking if we can get a studio. I'll chain smoke the entire episode. I'll fucking kill myself right on live fucking TV. I don't care. Do a little R. Bud Dwyer. Yeah. Hey, man, nice shot. To have your to have your children look away. That's a fucked up story. Oh, Him and yeah. Christine Chubbuck, the woman that killed herself live on the news. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know about that. What happened... What happened there? She just terribly depressed and killed herself live on the news. Live on the news. Yep. Hate to see it. Yep. Well, now you got the internet, so you don't even need that anymore. The things the internet will show you. You can't find her, but I have definitely seen our Bud Dwyer. That's the first time I saw it was on... It's fucked up. Yeah. It's really fucked up I would say watching that, that guy uh, kill himself. Oh, uh, The horrible worst thing about the internet is you come across videos and you're just not even sure what you're going to walk into. Like, I, I saw one that was this guy, and he's trying to fix this piece of machinery. I can do this now because there's a video. Ooh, yeah. Where, like, this piece of machinery, it's like this bar that kind of sticks out like this. And then there's, like, this little piece of machinery here. And it's, like, got these, like, tentacle kind of looking things that come down. And it just spins something right here in this, like, thing that's hooked up to this big piece that obviously all the machinery is held like an engine of some kind and it's just like spinning a fabric or doing something but this dude is clearly he's got his hand in there and he's like trying to figure it out and this other guy just comes along and goes bop and turns the fucking thing on and it just spins the dude into paste and i was like jesus i was like well i just watched that man die that was it like that's thank you internet i just didn't need to see that but it's like it's like coming across a cartel video. Oh man! You just there was a TikTok there going a while ago. Man's talking chainsaw down through like somebody. butter. Yeah, there was a TikTok going around yeah. for a while. It was one of those busty ladies doing a little. You know, I can't touch my elbows. Uh, Here, I can do the visual too. I can't touch my elbows, and then it quickly cuts to a cartel murder. Just because that's, yep, they got to get out there. Otherwise, how would you know about it? Exactly. So, like, yeah, you're simping hard, and then the next thing you do, you see a guy getting his head cut off in a bathtub. I saw a video that was labeled as though it was about uh, a guy walking in on someone cheating on him and his wife and uh, thinking it was going to be, like, this crazy reaction, and the guy runs out. And the guy walks in and stabs one of them, and he runs away, leaving the woman, who then be who gets stabbed to death. I see, like, I don't really know what's happening because, again, it's like one, two, three seconds. That's about the amount of time it took me for me to turn it off, and he has stabbed her well six times by then. And I was just like, well, this was not what I thought this was going to be. I was looking for Goatsy. Yep, I was looking for and he just, nope. Two naked people banging for a second. Quick dude walks in, screams, swings at the one guy, runs, stabs the woman. Wow. So that's happy. That's that. Thank you, Internet. Look like up this, Tub Girl while you're at this it. This is why we can't have nice things. Uh, you know? And maybe it's my fault for being on the internet in a places where they show me these things. It was it was the age in which we grew up, too. It was when, yeah. like, the internet... Now there are more efforts taken to protect yeah. the youth of the nation. Oh, sure. But uh, not yeah. so much when we were kids. No. Learning the internet. You go to funnystuff.com and you're walking around and... They didn't know to label not safe for work. That's not a thing no. that happened in the early days of the internet. You know? Yeah. Poor children. But at least, you know, now we're not raised. We, we, I didn't get raised by an iPad, so at least I have that. That's very true. You know? 
That's you have social funny. skills. You have great stories. Hey, have you ever seen that video of the guy that gets spun into a paste? <laughs> yeah, great. I've got great, great stories. You're really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What are you getting a salad? That reminds me of this fun story about a guy I saw get turned into paste by a machine. Oh, or this man. other man who accidentally turned on the thresher. Gah. Yep. Did you watch the video of uh, Saddam getting hanged? Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Saw that one. R.I.P. Well, King. You never really understand what they mean by getting your neck broken by the drop until you watch that video, uh, and then you fucking realize what that really does. It was it was gru- in many ways one of the more gruesome things I've seen, specifically because of the context around it. We you- framed a dictator and killed his ass. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, he deserved to die for a lot of bad He was not a good shit. dude. Well, I, I always go back, like, my my number one thing where I'm like, the reason that dude deserved to die was chemical warfare in the in 88 or 89, where he's just using fucking mustard gas yeah. on people. I think it was mustard gas. It might have been, uh, uh, what's that other really fucking, that's like sarin gas or... There was something that's like a nerve gas, isn't yeah, it, Saren? I think that was I think that was way later than the eighties and nineties. I can't remember. He used it might have been mustard gas. I might be overcomplicating it, but he was gassing like a hundred thousand Kurdish people, and we didn't say shit about it because we had access to that oil until the Gulf War when he started making plays. Um, and we're then, like, we can't let this motherfucker get to Saudi Arabia. Suddenly, he's a fucking bad guy. It really just depends on when. Like again, there are buddies for a while. And that's right around the time when Osama bin Laden wasn't feeling super well. He's the number one on the FBI's most wanted list, but he was somewhere in the United States at the time getting dialysis, courtesy of the United States government. Thank you. I'll take my tinfoil hat off now. But all that shit's real. Okay, immortal uh, technique. And then suddenly later, yeah, but seriously, later he's our buddy. I mean, he's our buddy once, and then later he's the enemy. Dude, it's the same thing with Ho Chi Minh. Yeah. We were like down with that guy, and then all of a sudden he was public enemy number one. Yeah. Well, because when we realized that we weren't going to be able to control him. Right. He had a different viewpoint. And then we did that. Then that sort of all spilled off into a different country. And then this and that and the Khmer Rouge happened. And then, you know, like one, two, skip a few. Here we are now. Now you're in the killing fields. Yeah. Isn't that fun? This is a really uplifting episode. That used to be a school. (sighs) Yeah. Do you want to talk about the lighter side of the news? Like what? Like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Well, didn't we already talk about it? Well, we talked about it a little bit. We did. During the the wrecked episode. That's the thing, yeah. And now a couple days have passed. We've pretty much heard from Johnny Depp's team. Yeah. Well, I, I heard one of the defenses, or maybe it was the other one, it was the psychological like the, the thing they said about Amber Heard. I never actually confirmed it with a video, so I don't know if you ever saw it, but it was that she got diagnosed with histrionic personality disorder. And borderline personality disorder. Yep. yep. And I'm not sure if that was part of the defense saying that or otherwise, because I'd be like, her being undiagnosed with those things doesn't excuse what she did. But it's an interesting, you know. No, I think it was part of. I think it was part of the um, the prosecution. I think the it was part of Depp's team. Yeah, because they brought on uh, the psychologist lady. I don't remember her name. Yeah. To, to and then to and then the defense position. was like, "You're fucking Johnny Depp, aren't you?" <laughs> She's like, "What? Yeah. No." <laughs> yeah. It's great. Amber's legal team falling apart. Oh well, th- there's not really a lot of leg for them to stand on. You could even go into it and say that uh, Johnny Depp, because look, Johnny Depp is a sarcastic fucking bastard. He's killing it at this he's, thing. He's killing it. I could see, though, from the way he behaves and how he does that, like over the course of several years in a relationship, how you could say that emotionally he could have been abusive. You know, I could see that being the kind of thing. Having said that, when you listen to her response to the things that he says on tape, 
that's really all the court needs to hear. And a lot of it is her going, you know, <laughs> they'll never believe you, Johnny Depp. <laughs> they'll never in court believe that you, Johnny Depp, are victim of my Amber Heard's abuse. I didn't punch you. I hit you. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. She literally says that. Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that is so damaging to her case. So she's going to come out of this very, very poorly. Uh, the real question is, will bad outcome affect pretty girl in Hollywood? Um, because, you know, it's it's hard. We, we cancel Harvey Weinstein, um, but, you know, people we know who have, like, run people over, um, like Ferris Bueller in another country, yeah. commits manslaughter. Um and, ha- and flees the country. <laughs> and he's, you know, still getting consistent work. So, like, some people get passes. Look at, look at fucking uh, Chris Brown. <laughs> people. The Chris Brown people, thing. People in Hollywood sometimes get these weird fucking passes. She might. Look she how might long get... R. Kelly got away with it. Got away with it for a long fucking time and before R. Kelly they finally came for him. Very insulated. This, this Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing is quite public. Now. To the surprise of almost no one, I'm sure, I'm on Team Amber because we know that I love a good psychotic woman. I'm in love again for the first time, and it feels great. Well, to be fair, she will be at quite a low after the trial. Oh, yeah. She's got to find a way to like contact her and say that you know, her pain that you obviously felt when she was up there, really resonated with you. People get mad at me for taking a shit in their bed, too, Amber. It's okay. If you could just send me some toenail clippings, <laughs> that'd be just super dandy. There is a, there's this, like, super neckbeardy channel on YouTube, and their whole thing right now, their date, like, when Captain Marvel was coming out, they were all about doing blogs about hating Brie Larson. She's a feminazi. Is she? Is there, like, things that she's said or she's done? She's an that's... obnoxious white lady, but I don't think she's a, a bad person. I mean, she's very marketed. She's fine. I, I can't say I, I mind her acting. I think she does a fine job. She's all right. I mean, yeah. she won an Academy Award for Room. But that's right. I didn't ever watch. I never she's saw right. Room. She's all right. This, this I Amber Heard thing, now they're all over this because they really kind of want Johnny Depp to be vindicated. And they want... Amber Heard to never work again because she's a pretty lady and they are neckbeards. So all of their ire goes to her. So just, I want movies of only men. I want manly men rubbing shoulder blades, kissing each oiling other, oiling each other up. I want the volleyball scene from Top Gun stretched over two and a half hours. Lots of soft and hard touching. Very important. Do you know what jelking is? <laughs> Do you know what jelking is, audience? Don't look it up. Do I need to explain it to you? No, no. From the people who brought you Fritage and Shibari. <laughs> Same people. I know what these things are. I don't know if these fucking morons do. Yeah, they're morons for not knowing what <laughs> Fritage is. For gross sex stuff. It's not gross. It's beautiful. Anyway, this Neckbeardy channel, they're selling a t-shirt. First off, how'd you find out about this Nick Beauty channel? I get recommended like movie review stuff all the time, and it's mm. usually douchebags. Yeah. And these guys, they're called Midnight's Edge, and they're literally selling a t-shirt that has a stick figure of Amber Heard and a little poop. Say their name again. Midnight's Edge. 
That's the name of their movie review. It's like their movie news site. And the guy is Danish, dude, so it's even better. <laughs> Let me know what you think in the comments. I'm gonna. Why should women not be able to vote? It's so fucking funny, dude. All they care about is the don't say gay bill and Amber Heard. <laughs> it's a paradise. Oh, it made me cry a little bit. No, it's not great. <laughs> it's Midnight's Edge. Midnight's Edge. Dude, they're awful. And then there's Hello, fellow truth seekers. <laughs> the the guy who takes the cake is Doomcock. <laughs> Doomcock? Doomcock. That's his name. And he's like a bad Doctor Doom ripoff who gets up there and he he like pitches his voice down for his videos. But he literally is one of those like, I'm thick and tired of the way that... But he pitches it down. I'm sick and tired. I'm thick and tired. Star Trek is being ruined by feminazis. The gay woke agenda. It's the funniest shit ever, dude. He like, just No, man, it's just bad writing. He just rants just like his opinion written. matters to anyone or anything. It's so awesome. I just... uh, Like, argue it's bad writing. That's fine. We all know they weren't good. Don't have to, like... Jesus, man. That's why I love Red Letter Media, because they'll just sit there and be like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, they'll just eviscerate it for like the right reasons, so good for them. Yeah, because they're Star Trek fans, not because they hate women and gay people. They might. They're just not saying it. They're just it. really it's good like, at hiding it. It's like Duck Dynasty. Like You didn't know for several seasons that those guys were pieces of shit. You thought they might be. You, you kind of considered it. It was insinuated. My first, uh, my first inclination was when the patriarch was wearing the shirt that said, uh, "God hates boobs." <laughs> See, the funny thing is, is Duck Dynasty half-hour show would take them literally fourteen hours to put together that half-hour because they had to edit out all of the racism. Yep. Yep. Misogyny, they're, racism. They're just chasing a Jewish guy around like he's a pig in a poke. Come here. They've got rakes. Skang dang 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 dang. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would. Uh, that's a show I would have watched as horrible as it was. Just them chasing a Hasidic Jewish man around <laughs> with like rakes and like old scatter guns. They're just <laughs> trying to tackle Ben Shapiro, but he's covered in too much mud, <laughs> squealing like a piggy. I would pay so much money to watch the, the guys from Duck Dynasty try to wrestle Ben Shapiro, greased up like a pig. The situation is illogical. Wee. Ew! You want to know something terrible? I I found out the other night. Yeah. Remember when I was like, oh, his sister's so hot? Yeah. She did a video, and in that moment, I was like, oh, my God, she looks exactly like her brother in a wig. So I got to tap on Abby Shapiro. Oh, no. You'll never unsee it now. That's a bummer. You'll never unsee it. She's sitting there being like, I can't touch my elbows. Give it up for Trump. Like, she's one of those people. Those are some advertisements that... Got sent my way thanks to ASMR and breaking points. Yeah, well, that's what you get, man. You're slowly slipping into the alt-right space. This is how they get you. How do they get you to that from progressive commentary and large-breasted women because they spend lulling you to sleep? more money. Because they spend more money. Well, They're going to need to get someone fatter than Abby Shapiro if they want me to vote Republican. That's all I'll say. I don't know, man. Maybe just feed her a glazed ham every now and then. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Will the fatness do enough to dissuade me from the fact that she looks like her brother? I mean, eventually she's going to say something during sex in that sort of like kind of way. And you're going to, oh, no, I see it. Shit. Like it's going to get past midnight and you're going to feed her some, some something to eat, not realizing that it turns her into her brother. Into her brother. <laughs> it's like gremlins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But don't get her wet. And she turns into Newt Gingrich. Yeah. <laughs>
There you go. Seriously, don't get her wet. Wet vaginas are a medical condition. Oh, I was gonna say that's that can't possibly happen because uh, it's that's the Shapiro thing. Shapiro syndrome. I couldn't believe it. he gets so Vaginas. much mockery for that. Did you see the video of Ben Shapiro? He's at some college debate, and the guy is saying something to him in the audience where he's like, but come on, man. Like, he says something to him. You don't get no ass. You can't even get your wife's pussy wet. What good? He's like, what's good? And just the whole place is like, oh, my God. Oh, I love it. It's incredible. Just look up. Just try to find that video. It's it's not super hard. You just got to type in a couple of those things. Ben Shapiro College owned probably does it that's the irony of this whole thing is people like ben shapiro and jordan peterson are like the liberal elites bucko yeah you gotta fucking fight back they want to tell you what to think and watch out for the censorship of the woke culture but when the woke culture comes back and says your wife's got a dry vagina well can we have some quorum in here (laughs) the 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 irony for them is that they want to tell you that intellectuals don't have your best interests in mind they're going to talk down to you they're snooty they hate you and i'm like that's literally you guys mm-hmm. like jordan peterson sure he's some kind of benevolent intellectual he talks down to everyone that doesn't think like him yeah it's really funny well it's, it's really, so it, awesome it was my favorite thing that i ever saw recently later to describe libertarians which was uh somebody on twitter they're like how would you describe libertarians today and someone's like house cats and it was seen this. it was because, uh, you know, they they sort of like act as if they're sort of like this tough boss thing that is super independent, that is completely oblivious to the structure that keeps it alive. Like, I was like, yeah, that that sounds pretty good. Like, I'm super independent and I don't need any of this stuff. We need smaller government. We need no government. We could do it ourselves while living in a society that is completely dependent on that government support. Yeah. All libertarians are like Tanner's cat Mel. R.I.P. to a real one. Yep. Well, Mel, if you don't know, was a city cat that, while in the city, would leave for weeks sometimes, but always came back. And uh, then one day moved close to what we would call the town area, where, like, getting out in the woods meant dealing with foxes. And you're no longer the, the big fat cat in the city. Uh, you're, you're the big fat piece of food in the woods. And so Mel went out, as Mel usually does, and... One day, Mel did not come back. I loved that cat. Yeah, Mel was great. I, I, I very much enjoyed harassing that cat until it would go up to <laughs> to, to Tanner. <laughs> and Tanner would think that Mel was coming in for pets. But no, Mel just couldn't get close enough to me to sink those claws in. So he had to take it out on somebody. And it was Tanner. I don't want to be rude and attack the guest. Yeah. So I would sit there and rile Mel up into a frenzy. As I'd sit there <laughs> poke at him with like a coat hanger or something. Oh, I loved it. It was our game. Don't worry, he loved it. And then he'd climb up. Oh, hey, buddy, says Tanner. What are you doing? Goes the pet. Mel looks right up at him. Tanner looks back down. No. <laughs> and then just Mel sinks his fucking claws right into Tanner's arm. Oh, no. Tanner shakes his arm up and down. What are you doing? Oh, so good. Those Cheers off days. to you, Mel. Wow, God, I used to love it. it R.I.P. Mel. So... Mel went out on his shield, you know? Mel was... Mel is truly singular. Mm. I, I like, I'm fine with cats. They make me allergic as hell. Mm. But Mel, Mel was a special cat. Mel was a special cat. I'd like to, um, like to read a little prepared statement I have about Mel. Yeah, okay, go ahead. I actually don't <laughs> yeah, have one. I just want to do the glasses gimmick. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well done. Um, I don't know. I feel like we've, 
exceeded expectations for this week. Yeah. In terms of time length and effort put in with video. Maybe. I don't have much more to say. We were like, we're going to be so animated and like for the most part I've just been like sitting here with my mic like right here in my face. Yeah. Looking slightly off to a corner. It was really interesting. But apparently people like video podcasts for some fucking reason. People can't get enough of staring at Sarah Silverman, so I don't fucking well, know. What count to... me among them. <laughs> She's got it going on. Uh, we'll yeah. always respect her. She's no Abby Shapiro. <laughs> and we'll always have Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Um, can't cancel her podcast, Comedy Central. You can't do it. Can't do it. It's not your property. Y- you blew off Norm's podcast and then he died. Fuckers. R.I.P. R- R- Norm. Okay, yeah. Well, um, do you have anything you want to plug? I don't know. Do we know of any of our friends having anything fun coming up or uh, mm. any sort of... I don't think so. I'm sure Laser Dad's got something. Uh, Check out the local bands that we always rep. Yeah. You know. Uh, Jesse Taylor Band's Instagram got hacked. Some yeah. weird shit happening Some there. Some kind of fucking trifling bullshit. So if you haven't added Jesse Taylor Band or you have in the past, go take a look at that. Don't buy bitcoin from whatever scam is peddling it uh and add her new uh her new band site or her new band instagram rather yeah. that should be easy enough to find on the video i can probably flash the handle on the screen that just like super quick <laughs> in and out oh man video is just new ways to be a dickhead i love it <laughs> this is gonna be great Yep. This is going to be great. We get our hands on a green screen. You guys are done. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be running from like, oh, no, there's a T-Rex and like doing all kinds of oh. fun stuff. Now, Dracula is riding him. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. Let's get a green screen. And just every now and then be like, here we are on the moon. Oh, is that doing it for anybody? Would you guys yeah. like to see the podcast from the moon? Would you like to see us on the moon? Would you like to see us running from a Dracula? I can't wait to see the engagement on this video because it's going to be like two-minute intervals and people just so skipping awesome. around until the end like, this is fucking bullshit. Yep. Uh, it is fucking bullshit. It's total bullshit and I love it. We'll get we'll get a better angle too where we're a little closer so it doesn't just look like the two of us sitting here. We'll figure it out. We If this goes well, we've got some into plans a ring in the light. hopper. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's uh, all right. It's not so bad. It do, it's a, it's a little bright, but it's fine. Again, I got I quit quit staring into it like it's the sun because I close my eyes and it's like ring light, ring light, ring light everywhere. Yeah, you can only treat them to furtive glances in the camera anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been watching us on the monitor. I've been giving you my full focus, and every now and then I throw a crumb to the pigs. And so far, I think it's been a pretty good system. Okay, yeah, that's pretty true. And yeah, we can flip them off now. When you guys we can't leave. see it, but I'm flipping you off. I mean, they might be able to see. The listeners. They could. If I told them I was making a lewd gesture, I think they would know what I was doing. You like that? What does that sound like? There's a little ASMR for you. Yeah. People people who are watching this on video, <laughs> they know what that was. <laughs> They're having the time of their lives, Michael. All right. Well, if you don't have anything to plug, we should just dump out, I guess. Okay. Would you care to join me in repose as we go? Man the button. So until next time, thank you. Go fuck yourselves. And goodbye.